Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day, and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, make it better than yesterday You can always find a way to turn it all around again It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday You can always find a way to start over again When the sun rises, you can start over again you can make it better than yesterday today It's a new day New day There's a way You can turn it around Trust me There's a way out There's more time Just don't give up When the sun rises New day You got another chance A new day A new day You can follow us on most social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. What's good? What's hey. Good? Oh, God, so... Me and Jay was having a conversation before we started recording and, it, you know, shit, it lasted like an hour before we pressed record. So we wanted to kind of bring <laughs> this into the fold of the conversation this this week, just so we can hear y'all opinions about this. Let's call it a phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> so... Me and Jay were talking about professional settings, work settings, but we see this in social settings as well, in um, informal social settings as well, um, (laughs) where Jay feels like... As I mean, this is, is, let me be clear. This is Mm -hmm. like in a very like, you know, this is observational over many, many, many years. Yes, yes, many, yeah, many, many, years. So, and we were comparing our experience, and there is a parallel, a see-through, mm-hmm. par- uh, uh, you know, a see-through parallel that we have been noticing in social studies. So, one element on his side of the road, <laughs> he sees when he is trying to be. Um, Assertive. Assertive. Is that the right word? Assertive? Yeah, assertive. Okay, assertive. Um, Self-advocating. Direct. direct. Assertive, self-advocating, direct. He sees that sometimes his identity as a Black trans masculine person is seen as, when he's doing that, it's, it's looked on as, oh, you're a black man, so you're coming into this space putting on this alpha male, this toxic masculine um, energy that is because you're mimicking manhood. Opposed to me, and the, this is the parallel, not opposed, right. the parallel. Right, 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 right. When I'm in spaces as a black trans woman, When I am being assertive, self-advocating, direct, people will look at me and say, because you are a Mm -hmm. black trans woman that was Mm -hmm. assigned male at birth, Mm -hmm. that conditioning has you being toxically masculine it has you being <laughs> like a man it has right. you being um you know you're bringing in those traits you learned as a child now mm-hmm. you know in it, it, all of this conditioning this turfy kind of mindset of things that invalidates my womanhood so mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have seen this consistently and we wanted to kind of talk about it. So I want to share y'all my experience. So recently I was in this meeting and the meeting was consisted of Wait, well, I'm trying to count all the people. One, two, three, four, five. So there was five people in this meeting. I, Diamond, I'm supposed to be the leader in this meeting. I'm supposed to be the facilitator. I am supposed to be the one who is setting the agenda. Okay. Um, when I was when I came into the meeting. I, it was it was very it was really early established that I am the leader of this meeting. I'm not somebody just taking orders. I'm not somebody who is being, you know, being, you know, a person to execute. I'm supposed to be the leader of this initiative. All right. <laughs> the identity of the people in the room is there's a white woman. There is a two black trans men. There is a very white adjacent biracial trans woman and then mm -hmm. me and then me, a black trans woman. Mm -hmm. All right. Right. So as the conversation keeps going on, I keep being interrupted. As the conversation keeps going on, there is a very argumentative tone to the conversation when I bring up the agenda that I want to follow. Um, there's a very argumentative, and we're not talking about rudeness. We're talking about just pushback that shouldn't be there if I'm the leader in this space. <laughs> if I am established to be the leader of the space, this is the agenda that we should follow. And if you're bringing things up that's not relevant to what we are trying to accomplish in this particular meeting that I've already established that we are supposed to do, then it feels like you're just being rude. Not being rude, but being I don't know. It feels weird. It feels like you are taking up too much space in this meeting that we have a particular agenda on. So in the space, I felt like I was being overtalked. I felt like I was in a space where, oh my God, I'm the only trans woman in this space. And if I mm -hmm. assert myself, <clears throat> it is going to be seen as I am doing the thing, the you're conditioned as a man, and here you come with this space. Mm -hmm. And I have I have been in this situation multiple times where I can pick up on it. Let me give you another one, another example. I hosted an event where mm -hmm. I am just the host of the event, and there is a lineup. It's it's like a um, it's like a um you know, like a like a talent show or whatever. And mm. there's a lineup of people that the, the people who hired me, I'm supposed to be, I have a list of who is the next performer. Who is this? Is, mm. This is when the breaks are. This is when this go. You know how anybody who has hosted anything, you know, this is the agenda they want you to follow. Right, right. And so somebody had, um, and you know, sometimes these things are not as organized as they should be, but it's not my fault. I'm hired on as a host. I'm not the organizer. Mm -hmm. And so there was a situation where somebody didn't, one of the performers didn't show up on time. And so the performer before her, I tell her, she asked me, the performer before her, she is a butch masculine lesbian. And she asked me how long should her performance be and i said because i know the person after her is not gonna be on time mm -hmm. I, I say in response to her question i say oh you have as much time as you want now because you know the other person right. the other right. person is not showing up right when i say that to her she yeah. gets an attitude with me and I'm like, what? <laughs> like in my mind, I'm like, why did you get asked to? And but not, I didn't say this, but this is in my mind. I'm like, wait, why? Yeah. Why, why am I giving? Um, why is it get, getting jazzy? And she was like, yeah. well, I just need to know. I just need to know. I'm not asking about um, 
I'm not asking. This is not my problem. I'm. I don't know. She just started going off as if I said something rude to her. I'm just literally, uh -huh. literally telling her she has more yeah. time. If you want, yeah. you can do whatever you want to do. Like you, there's yeah. because we have extra time for you. You can do six minutes. You can do ten minutes because she that was right. the time period of what she wanted to, what she can do. And so I was literally just telling her, and then she was trying to. She was posturing herself as if I was over talking her like if as if I was right. being as if I was being a man and over because I've seen this mm -hmm. posturing with studs right. I've seen this right. posturing with trans masculine people I've seen yeah. this in with my own yeah. eyes and yeah. trans masculine people and studs where if they feel like you're doing that man thing they will posture themselves like bulls socially uh -huh. and uh -huh. and it might be the harshness of cis men that got them used to doing that but yeah. in my in me i see it and i'm like oh that's not what this is so i turn into this person where i'm trying to tell you i'm not uh, this is not what trying to de-escalate yeah right i'm trying to de-escalate it and i say to her i say no, 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 no. I want you to understand you. We just have more time and you can do whatever you want. I'm not trying to make it seem like you, uh, you there was a problem with what you asked. If there was a problem with what mm -hmm. anything in the net, I'm just telling you, you can do whatever you want. I'm not being rude. Right. I'm not being anything other than I'm just telling you, you can do. You got plenty of time. You can do whatever you want. Right. You got plenty of time. Whatever you want to do it's your decision. If you don't want to do the full set, you don't have to. If you want to do the full set, you can. Whatever you want to do. And her girlfriend looks at her and saying, what is wrong with you? Like, even she picked up on the negative yeah. that she was coming at me with. And she yeah. was like, what is wrong? Like, what's going on? It's okay. Yeah. Calm down. And she yeah. she looked at me and almost like I like, I don't know. It was a very strange energy. And I don't know this person, so we don't have any mm -hmm. And I'm just the host. So I see this all the time where I am a person, because I'm a trans woman, people will make it seem like my history as a, a, with my boyhood and me being assigned male at birth contributes to this social stuff that I think sometimes that is the case. <laughs> and sometimes I think that it is not. And there's a lot of times I've been in a situation where this is not, this is just me being a woman and being assertive and um, being a leader. And so I know you have experienced this as well. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, just like, uh and not you know i think yeah seeing that seeing seeing uh because at the end of the day it's like this is a ratio around your transness you know what i mean so it's like it you know who you are as a fool for to me to be in a situation where it's like because i i look the way i do i'm taking up space that's as not <laughs> as a black man and it's like well that doesn't make sense and 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 also it it's like continued erasure, right? Because it's like I transition, so like I navigate this world as a assumed cis black woman, and dealt with the same bullshit. So it's just like, like really, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like you know, it's like you're being too aggressive. You're a bitch. You're a da -da 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 -da, you know, um, which I, that part I think is just interesting too, right? Because like we all dealing with the same. Of the same uh, energy, right? That's like coming out of patriarchy mm -hmm. <laughs> and misogyny. You know, you know, and it's like it's it's weird. It's weird. It's 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 frustrating. Um, but it is interesting that it's like, like everybody calm. Everybody calm down. <laughs> like, and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody calm down. Um, yeah, no. When you said when you were talking about that, I was like, oh my god, there's so many pa there's parallels <laughs> when we were talking earlier too. So it's just yeah. like, okay, yeah, you know, that's definitely uh, something that that everybody's dealing with, depending on like where you're at 
the environment. Because I've seen trans men that, in my opinion, just observing, I've seen them just be normal assertive, just normal, I'm being direct, I'm being this, and then trans women or cis women will say mm -hmm. that they're being please or uh, they're hyper masculine yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah. no he's just saying he's a man <laughs> and then yeah. me if i if i defend then i'm the pick me bitch now you're the right exactly 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 where exactly. i'm like no it's, he's just exactly. he's just telling y'all directly what's going on and y'all making yeah. it seem like it's patriarchy it it feels like us as trans people are all always battling this line navigating this line of when we can just be normal and when we have to be super vigilant about how we show up in our identity and it doesn't feel all the time fair and it doesn't feel it feels like sometimes we are way more vulnerable i don't want to say way more i don't know if that's the if that's the right terminology but i'm just gonna say it correct me if i'm wrong um if audience like you may think it's a little bit less but i feel like it makes us way more vulnerable to people's sensitivities to those systems people's sensitivity yes. to patriarchy people's sensitivity to misogyny people's sensitivity to those things because i feel like it oh i feel like it only happens to me with turfs or people who are very very traumatized by patriarchy by men by um you know those type of things it makes me feel like i have to navigate that space and i don't think it's fair for me to navigate it i mean i think yeah I think that, you know, I'll give this example. Um, back when I was doing a lot of student organizing with U.S. Student Association, they had caucuses and coalitions, like student, National Queer Student of Color Caucus and the Queer Student Coalition, or People African Descent Caucus, or what have you, people of working class, students with disabilities. But they also had ally sessions. And so, like, a lot of the folks that we were around in that era, you know, we were in community together. It wasn't just like, oh, you fucking up. It's like, there's that, it was space <laughs> to like understand growth and shit because we all only know what we know. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird because, I mean, I, my, my theory is, you know, Russia bots, you know, the personality test and know how, if they knew how to get, you know, a certain uh, fringe of folks to like be snapped in. On both sides of things, whether it's MAGA or whether it's, you know, on the extreme, 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 extreme left shit that's not really being strategic <laughs> at all, you know, playing on emotions and stuff. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, we got to be in community with each other. Like, you know, you can't be just popping off <laughs> on people because, the, the, I mean, in my in my ideal world, my idea is like we're, we're just trying to uh, create the world we want to live in. And so, and we all live in bullshit. So it means we all have to <laughs> unlearn some stuff. <laughs> mm. And hopefully there's space to do so. What? Come on out. So I wanted to ask the audience, we brought anyway. because we have been talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> I wanted to ask the audience, like trans people, do y'all yeah. experience this? Like, and I've had conversations like this with other trans people that have had these similar experiences. Mm -hmm. And in that regards, I wanted to hear if other people have experienced this kind of strange connection to patriarchy that people kind of brand on us. Mm. And so let me yeah, know. Yeah, let me know if you um, you experienced this. So yes, let us know, hashtag Marsha's Play. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is
you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter anything helps please do i have to play sir mclaughlin and show you puppies like what do i have to do do i have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money <laughs> all righty anyway thank y'all and the patreon and paypal link is at the bottom back to the show in arkansas the youngest black mayor ever elected was elected at age 18, uh, Jalen Smith. Um, he just got elected as mayor of the city of Earl, Arkansas, about 30 miles away from Memphis. Um, and what's cool is like, he just was like, you know, I'm seeing some stuff going down in my community and <laughs> wanted to get involved. and. Um, you know, his focus is uh, on transportation, public safety, and bringing a major grocery store to the area. Um, he also has a learning disability and discussed that some and just like just showing people anybody can do anything. But in addition to that, um, you know, he took the time to go reach out to other black mayors and try to get some information. Um, anyway, I just thought this was a really cool story. Shout out to Jalen Smith, but also just like the fact that he took the initiative to just like, he's like, I don't know necessarily how this works. I'm gonna just <laughs> Wikipedia call a person. But a lot of times, you know, it's the local level stuff that impacts us the most. Cause he's talking about abandoned houses, um, creating jobs for youth, public safety, getting a grocery store. Um, anyway, so my question, for you is would you run for public office and also um yeah like would you get involved on the i mean i know you're involved already on the local level but like you know what do you think about you know more trans folks getting involved on the local level i don't think i would I, i'll never say never because i don't know what will happen when i get older not that i'm not older now i'm middle aged now um but come on really we middle aged I you know I I don't know what will happen later but right now no I don't want okay um I just why why not um like yeah, the stress just, of it or what it's all the things all the when I think about the stress of it when I think about the have having to be the representative of all the people. <laughs> right, 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 um, right, 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 right. I, you know, and yeah, I just don't want to be that. I like to be the representative of my people. <laughs> and so, and you know, and I'm a little, and I'm a little bit more progressive to me than I think that, um, politicians need to be naturally because they are mm. the people of the people they right because it's still the system right it's still, still part system. of the system right they, they have to almost play to the needs of everybody and, and which makes sense but it's like ooh, ooh. you know that's for you i don't want to have to explain certain things in my life that respectability politics would lead me to have to explain me being a sex mm. worker criminal things mm. that I've done in my past. There's a certain honesty that I can have as a, a regular citizen that I think you cannot have as a politician because it, mm. it can affect your win. And so you can be honest. I mean, you can. I'm a walker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can be honest, um, but um, there are certain things that I just wouldn't want to have to explain. Like I, I, I like being able to talk to you openly and say, this is what I did. This is what I didn't do. This is what I would do. This is, and not have to explain <laughs> shit. This is who I am. You don't have to right. explain. Um, right, right, right. So that, yeah, I don't think I would be interested in it at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about more trans folks running on the local level? I mean, I know you're plugged in with yeah. you know a lot of folks doing political stuff i think you know like when i went to minneapolis um in september i think it was september wasn't it yeah um 
went to Minneapolis and seeing how Andrea Jenkins moved through that city mm -hmm. and the power that she holds and, and the changes that she has created being a trans leader in that city. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's beautiful. I think it's amazing. I, I see her going into black businesses that she supports and being treated like a queen. And um, uh, I see her doing the work in honoring black people, black trans people, and really, really doing her thing in that city. And I think it, it's amazing. I think I think it's beautiful. I yeah. think it's amazing. And I think we need more of it. I think we need more yeah. people like her. Um, mm -hmm. But she does come from a different um, pedigree. She comes. Mm -hmm. from, she comes from a different. She there are certain things that we she didn't have to do, or because mm -hmm. you know she transitioned at a different time and came mm -hmm. up in a mm -hmm. different time, and you know right, there's, right, there's right. you know I think you know in the sense of back in the day, like you know there had to be a transitional time, like when we were coming yeah. into um, reconstruction era. There had to be a transitional time where we had to mimic white people. There had to be a time when we had to step yeah. into the into the only way we could move forward is to step into these. You got to be respectable. You got to dress this way. You yeah, have to talk. That's definitely the one the major component, yeah. the major movement. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't yeah. until we got past that era that we get into the era where we can we can be who we are. We can be mm -hmm. our own culture. We can talk our own right. way and da, da, da. But you had to have that early part of it. And I think where we are now as trans people, we are coming mm -hmm. into the space where we can be who we are. We have gone through the space where we assimilated the, the decades right. where we assimilated into cisness, assimilated into being like, look at ballroom, being exactly realness, being exactly how cis people are you gotta look like them you gotta talk like them you gotta be undetectable and you get respect mm. when you be just like us i think that there was someone that was needed and that mm. that pathway into safety that pathway into right. being accepted right. that, oh, oh, oh can, you, can you say that that pathway to safety it's like that yeah it's just interesting you say that because that also like when I've talked about surgery and like the in economics, it also was like a safety piece, like yeah, you know, um that's that was driving that decision. But I'm saying like I don't know I don't that's I don't know if that is the case in the same way that like you said, like I don't think that's the case in the same way that it used to be. No, yeah, or that's what I'm saying. Or, or the, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, We're no, I'm just, coming I'm just out saying of that. It's just like ding, ding, ding. That's all. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I hear that. Snap. We're so, coming uh, out of that stage where, yeah, yes, we're a. I won't say all the way, but we're no. a little bit more safe yes. to be trans yes. in the open. We're a little yes. bit more safe to where yes. we can say, "This is how my transness show up." I can show right. up like a loke, Minan. I think that's how you say right. your last name. Um, I can show up like this. I can show up a little bit less passable and feel a little bit more comfortable in spaces mm -hmm. and that say my safety not be compromised. I can be, right. but there was a time in our history um, where without a shadow of a doubt, you cannot come in this space unless you blend, period. I mean, it You're also just safe. depends on where you live, right? Like yeah, it depends on, <laughs> you, know, you know, you could be in the same state well, you know, you're in Texas. I mean, even even out here, it's like if you're east of the mountains out here, you're you're not. No, you're you're. It's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so that's what I mean. I think we're coming into a space where we are a little bit more safe, and it's going to get better. Hopefully, it's going to get better mm -hmm. and better and better over time. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I feel. I feel like yes, if somebody has the 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 wherewithal if somebody has the personality um to get there i think that they should i see a certain level of type of person that can be in that space um you know and over time that's going to shift too 
but yeah that's what i think i think that's my opinion i feel like if they want to be in that space and they want to do it go for it i definitely yeah. monica with monica roberts was alive i thought she was yeah. perfect to be a politician position herself as yeah. in office. but yeah. um yeah um you know life took her too soon but yeah i think if you got it go for it Diamond yeah. doesn't have it. Diamond doesn't have it. <laughs> Diamond is great. Diamond is great for your advisory board. <laughs> Diamond is great for taking your political message and translating Congress. it to the layman. <laughs> mm -hmm. Diamond is great to be your bullhorn to translate what you want to say to the people. Get it to the people. You know, yeah, that's that's who I am. But I'm not the person who's going to be on the on the, um, at the at the podium at the podium. Nah, I'll cuss these motherfuckers out. <laughs> and sometimes we need politicians like that. But you do, you do, yes. You do. But I, you do. You know where I live. I don't think that that works. <laughs> Maybe in California. Look, look, not right, in Texas, right, in Texas. Not in Texas. Okay. <laughs> uh, like you said. Uh, uh you know you gotta what is it walk before you run the folks the yeah. respectability kind of thing right. you know shout out to barney frank he was he was like the first you know gay congressman but he came out while in office shout out to tammy baldwin who was the first openly gay person to be elected now she's a senator um mm -hmm. you know so like barney frank did it <laughs> so she could be like i'm a lesbian and i run yeah. for congress you know? <laughs> yeah anyway let us know what you think uh, hashtag Marshall's Plate, you know, would you run for office? Are you that person? Are you like Diamond? Are you like, hey, I can be on the team. I can help with the strategy in the background, you know? Um, or are you like this person here? Um, let me sh make sure I uh, say his name correct. Mayor Jalen Smith of Earl, Arkansas. Are you like Mayor Jalen Smith, who's 18 years old in Earl, Arkansas? Um, and want to run for office, or yeah, are you like Diamond and myself? We want to stick in the back. We'll help you out. <laughs> Try to be up here in the front. Um, but anyway, let us know. Hashtag Marshall's Play. I was scrolling through my feed and I saw an interesting subject, and I've heard about this subject, but I wanted to bring it to marches play and see where you were with it um and the question that this person posed is this in 2022 how many trans men or women referred to themselves as f to m or m to f do you feel if someone constantly refers to you as these terms if you are you comfortable with them referring to you to that or you just want to be called a trans man or trans woman would it make a difference if they were lesbian or if they were gay referring to you as this rather than just a trans man or a trans woman um i know this person says they know when they first started that that language was used but you know now that it's shifting over the years it has changed and the term trans person is being more used. But how do you think about those terms? And so I thought that this was an interesting subject because um, I have been hearing that saying F to M or M to F is antiquated in the same way like transsexual is antiquated. So I wanted to hear why and I, and some of the comments that I wanted to share with you so we can um, kind of discuss it. So I had posted that I had, I, I wanted, I commented on the status because I wanted to hear people's opinion because as a leader, yeah. as a leader, uh, you know, I like to be sensitive to shifts in language because I don't want to be on uh, you know somebody asking me the question and i'm saying some words that doesn't align with the trans community since in that moment i know when i'm representing diamond and i know when i'm in a space where i'm representing the trans community that kind of i know that so i need to be make sure that my language is shifting in in the way that the community is going on a certain level and so i'm watching as i'm as i'm looking at some of these comments i want you to 
tell think about them and then tell me what you think um one of the comments says um i'm not a fan of the acronym to be honest but i understand how common the usage is it doesn't make a difference to me who uses it i'm just not a fan i noticed that gay cis men that are quote unquote seeking us to fetishize us use the acronym a lot and it turns me off sorry not sorry um ignorance is one thing but i just believe that if you're willing to screw a person or pursue a trans man you should be just as eager to be educated about us in what we like to each their own for the people that don't mind it but i just don't like it and prefer it not be directed towards me personally i've been asked if i am one but that's about it so what is your thoughts on f to m um you know the like you know people don't use it as much today but there are people that still use it it just really depends on where you're at but i think it's more common that folks are using trans men um yeah i don't really yeah i definitely don't see it as frequently as i did when i first started transitioning like mm -hmm. yeah no um but i do know folks still say it though like some people i'm one do, of the people that still say it i said yeah. not as a, not as a noun though i'm usually saying it when i need to make the distinction between what type of trans person that i am talking about I, I say trans men usually when I'm referring to trans men. Um, but if I'm like, say that I'm talking about the differences in disparity between trans women or trans um, men, I'm going to say, well, I think an F to M person would deal with this. Or I, I kind of use it interchangeably with assigned female at birth. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, I, so it depends on sometimes i might use that sometimes i might use that so it just depends on the circumstances but i have used it um in both in both kind of ways and it's only when i'm trying to make the distinction between us mm -hmm. it does feel more like medical i guess or whatever to a certain extent too along with that part of stuff but yeah uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely don't see it as much. I also, you know, this is my own personal, my, I always have this thing about, you know, privileging language. So it's like, it's cool. Like, let's, you know, like if most people don't use it, that's cool. But I'm not going to get on somebody's ass about it if that's what they use mm -hmm. or be like, or, you know, I'm shocked. <laughs> There's somebody in 2022, you know what I mean? I just, I mean, I'm glad, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that we're having this conversation. It, it's like, as long as this doesn't get us to a place where people are like, you know, cussing people out because they still use FTM and that's antiquated and blah, blah, blah. And they not hit. Like, like, it's cool with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, it's like not everybody has access to these conversations in a lot of places where folks don't. They like, folks are still using a lot of language we would consider antiquated. And some people still using transsexual yeah. in 2022. You know, like, you know, yeah. so it's like, and it's okay to me. It's like, not everybody's, you know, I guess that's really what it is. Like, not everybody's in these conversations on the regular or has access or cares to have them and might just not have, you know, access to the fact that we even have, you know, are using different language or other people are outside of where they're at, you know, so. So let's talk about the, you know, this element of gay men fetishing and using that kind of language i'm i'm pointing in the f to m direction because this person this person who brought this up um is a trans man who is experiencing and a lot of people in these comments were trans men who experienced this kind of fetishization from cis cis gay mm, yeah, that's and, and so in my mind i was like oh well let me go to jack which is the cis head black <laughs> Not cis, mm -hmm. cis gay, cis gay black, you know, dating app, common dating app. And I wanted to go, I wanted to see what people's page was saying, you know, that would, you know, just to see what their pages were saying. So I went to a couple mm -hmm. of pages and the yeah. pages said um, they were into trans and they'll have in parentheses F to M. So to me also, it feels like they have to make that distinction because there are trans women on this app 
Right. That's they're true. not into trans women and they're into right. trans men. They have right. to say F to M. I mean, because also prior to more recently, the default would have been trans women. So like it would it would make sense to clarify. And so that's what I said in the comments because people were responding yeah. to me, responding to me, not in um not in um not in a negative way, but they were right. saying, I said that, I said, this is what I said. I said, I hear it used by people when they're making the distinction between trans, uh, the type of trans person that they're talking about, because sometimes when people are talking about trans, their default is to think M to F. Right. But, but you know, in discussions, you have to make the distinction. And so I think sometimes people are not, it's not because they are ignorant, it's because right. this is what they think that it should be said, because some of us do use this language and and it's not necessarily invalidating. Um, and they're like, I, I want to make sure that trans women know that I'm not talking about them <laughs> when I say trans. Right. And right. so, right. and sometimes when you say trans men, some people call us. Still think, they still think trans women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. don't want to yeah. accept our womanhood. So they'll say, yeah. you know, yeah. those trans men. Yeah. And yeah. so in order to be distinctive That's so people true. know exactly what they're talking about, they say F to M. So they know they're talking about female to male. And so... Right. And I don't think that's ignorance. I think that that is a response to ignorance. I don't think that's the person being ignorant. I think that this is their only way to make that distinction. Language is where you're at, you know, because you could be on the app in this area and it could look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if I was on Jack out here, you probably would see. Well, yeah, well, you definitely probably would see that to him, but you probably was, would see, you know, I'm looking for a trans man. Or some shit, you know, but this is a different region. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like it's an app. Y'all are here to hook up and you want to be clear about what you're looking for. In my opinion, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not particularly, but I also understand that folks feel some kind of way, you know. It's like, you know, but for me, I don't really see where there's much of an issue in the in the context like an uh, app. <laughs> There's also was an element in the comments that I couldn't help but see it as trans internalized transphobia. And so let me give you a perfect example. I'm going to read a couple uh, of the comments that uh -huh. it, that it just screamed trans and internalized transphobia. So, OK, uh -huh. so this is the first comment. Nobody really calls me trans. I dislike it and will correct anybody who says it occasionally i'll say trans man trans guy t guy or whatever but that's it i'm just a guy period <laughs> okay here's this this is another one don't i don't go by either one of them i'm a man man hashtag stealth mode <laughs> hashtag stealth mode yes <laughs> hashtag on, the, on, the, on social media yeah, <laughs> see. wait 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 <laughs> Okay. This okay. other person is um, people don't call me after um, uh, I'm glad. I consider myself just a man. I'm just a regular guy. Look. I got some thoughts. What, what's your thoughts? <laughs> One thought is I know for sure there's folks trans guys, trans men right? Like yourself who may have you know just transitioned really early or like have always had some space to kind of do a thing. I'm just going to put that out there first. Okay. But, yes. Folks, when folks, when a lot of times being your authentic self, when we're our authentic self is being weaponized, it makes sense that folks will be defensive. But that's not liberation. Because you're still putting a lot of work and a lot of stress to like protect yourself, which makes sense, but like gotta have another way. Because the whole point of transitioning is so that you can be your authentic self. Like you ain't going through all this <laughs> just to add more walls. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Um, but I do understand, you know, that's eternalized transphobia. It's like you're getting hit when you're your most authentic. So you like, no, I can't I can't be soft, I can't da 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 because that I know that's gonna leave an opening. 
for people to attack my identity on a regular ass basis because a lot of times that's what that's coming from right and you know for the experience i know for a lot of black trans men you know it's like if i i know even for myself you know like if i was too comfortable or wasn't dressed a particular kind of way you know that was an opening for a family to fuck with me certain family members um you know you're supposed to be a man and da 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 now all that's bullshit because it's like patriarchy and misogyny and it's all that other shit. Why lean into that for your defense? It's not helping. <laughs> Why is, you know what I'm saying? It's not healthy, even though I under, like I understand, I can understand how people, my point is I can understand how people got there, but I also need folks to understand like you got to get off them because it's like not good for you. It's not good for the people around you. And like, you know, it's like, it's it's not, that's not the path to liberation, like mimicking cisgender, heterosexual bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not it. Cause that shit ain't it anyway. So it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit is not it anyway, in my opinion. Right. So like, anyway, so those are just some, those are some of my initial thoughts. Cause like, you know, I think it's some bullshit, but I also know people living in different situations. I just uh, look. I I want to be sensitive to understand. <laughs> I understand how transness can be overwhelming when it comes to I'm just trying to go to the store or go do this, go do some interests that I have as a regular human being, as a person. And not get sexually assaulted or raped because you have a vagina or because of your parts too. Or because that's of your part parts of, that's, or because that's of That's a big part of it too. It's like that threat is always there. Facts. Since, since puberty. Yes. <laughs> and, or shit, before that, I want to just come into a space and be treated like a human being with a multifaceted human being. Yes, my transness is a part of me, but it's not the only part of me. And sometimes when you come to the into a space, excuse me, I'm about to burp. Sometimes when you come into a space as a trans person, your transness is the, you know, I know that the saying is the elephant in the room as if it's like, huge but nobody's paying attention to it no everybody's paying attention to it and that's the only thing they care about that's the only thing that they bring you into the conversation about that's the only thing that they think you have a valuable opinion about that's the only thing i can understand how trans the trans identity can be overwhelming and push every other faceted of you into the shadows of it i get that I get I get the urge of saying, I'm just a woman. I'm just a guy. I'm just a regular person. I want to be treated like a regular person. Every time I come into these support groups, I don't want to, these support groups, I don't want to just talk about my transits. I got other issues outside of my transits that I want to talk about. I don't want it to just be trans, 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 trans. I get it. Right, right. I get it. I am not somebody who is not getting it. Exactly. <laughs> right. And right. And yeah. both, but and and. Mm-hmm. There is a level that we take that too far to the to me mm-hmm. to the point where it seems like you hate that you are a trans person. Right. Right. There is a level of that I hear people talking like you're not regular like that to me that is you pushing transness to the side Mm -hmm. i'm not just a woman there's an there is a adjective before that woman many that colors that colors my experience that colors my view we were talking about Mm -hmm. in the conversation earlier Mm -hmm. there is you as a black woman I'm not just a woman. I'm a black woman. That comes with some stuff. Right. I am not just a woman. I'm a plus size woman. That comes with some stuff. Right. I'm not just a woman. I'm a Texas woman. That comes with some stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I am not just a woman. I'm a woman who was raised in a poor household. That comes with some stuff. I'm not. I'm never just a woman, ever. Right. When I come into right. a space. Right. And so my transness is also one of those adjectives. Right. I'm coming into a space as a trans woman. And so I'm not just coming in as a woman. And regardless of, and I don't think my transness invalidates my womanhood. I feel like it informs it in a certain way. There are some things that I experienced as a trans because of my transness that other people didn't experience. And I come to the table with all of that history. And it allows me of the blessing of seeing another view, another viewpoint as a woman. And so I think it's internalized transphobia for me to deny that, diminish that, for me to um, not acknowledge that I'm bringing all that plethora, that treasure of history to the fold. So Mm -hmm. I think it's weird. Yeah, no, definitely. Be all of you. If you did not a part about being trans, often it's coupled with not being able to take care of your health and other things because you're not being a whole, your your whole person, you know? So I just want to throw that out there too because like for a lot of folks, I know a lot of folks who struggle with internalized transphobia, don't go to the doctor, don't get, you know, checkups, don't, you know, um, and it's important to embrace your whole self period you know the whole picture the whole puzzle um yeah 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 um, so i don't know about the i'm not 100 for sure about where i stand i'm not no i'm, I'm 100 sure about this i am totally not uncomfortable with the label of m to f mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not totally uncomfortable another element i told y'all i make a very strong line distinction between identifying as a woman and identifying as a female. I do not identify as a female. I do identify Mm -hmm. as a woman. And Mm -hmm. so I know other people of trans experience may have some different ideas about that. But for me as a, you know, my own personal um, journey, I don't identify as a female. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't. that's just not what I do and so um, but definitely absolutely identify as a woman I understand when somebody is using it as a fetish when somebody is using it as a as a a connected to them fetishizing you as a trans person totally understand it I understand but the ignorance of the situation is the problem the ignorance of those people fetishizing you is a problem it's not necessarily that particular necessarily that particular the word yeah 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 it's like mm, yeah i primarily have seen it like you said the apps and then like support groups <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. usually just serving some kind of function to, to this yep yep yeah, yeah. so all right saying. y'all tell us what y'all experience when it comes to the word um the terminology f to m or m to f female to male male to female as a descriptor of the type of trans person that you are? How has it shown up in your life? How has it shifted in regards to acceptability? Um, Tell us what you think about terminology in that regards, because I have seen it discussed, um, you know, publicly, and I wanted to hear you all's opinion. So chime in, hashtag Marsha's Plate. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy and space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy and space to change the tide. Gimme, gimme, gimme you a feeling and a high can never come down So Jay, tell me what has been bringing you euphoria this week. Hey, so this week, uh, what is bringing me euphoria was I had an opportunity to go to 
a party with a friend and it was nice and i got a chance to like meet new people have nice drinks have nice food it was real chill but you know with covid and everything it was just nice to like be out and meet new people that brought me uh, a lot of euphoria because it's been a while since i met some new people yeah so i love that that's what i love about yeah. traveling yeah yeah like yeah. just you know yeah so that's what's bringing me euphoria this week is like meeting new people oh, you know? i love that <laughs> what about yourself what's what's bringing you euphoria so y'all know i love marcia's plate i love discussing trans issues and trans topics there's other things. There's other things. We we just will talk about multifaceted <laughs> parts of our life. And so, <laughs> so I'm really, really into fashion. And so a couple of years ago, I started a podcast called Chasing Threads with my friend um, Chance. And we put out um, five episodes and Chance ended up having to move. And then he went through a depression. And then, you know, it just was... He just was like, oh my God, I just, ugh. you know, I'm yeah. just, I'm feeling ugly. I'm feeling bad. I'm not feeling like myself and I don't know what to do. So he went through this whole situation. And so mm -hmm. now he's back to normal. <laughs> he's back mm -hmm. to his normal self, not going through it. And so we decided to bring Chasing Threads back. So we recorded our hey. first, we recorded our first episode back, which is coming out this week. And okay, Chasing Threads. Yes, and what Chasing Threads is about, it is a fashion-based podcast where we are discussing cultural issues through fashion. Like, whatever it is, whatever it is that we think is important in the world, we will bring a fashion element to it and use that as the launch pad to talk about these systems. You know, I, don't mind. I could talk about the systems all day. But I wanted to right. do a lens that was not connected to my identity, where we can yes. talk about it through the lens of fashion. Because we all wear clothes. We all, right. regardless if we are fashion <laughs> forward, we all yeah. wear clothes for a reason. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, he is one of my favorite, you know, cis white people. Well, I don't know. <laughs> this episode we recorded, we he kind of shifted that kind of identity i'll let him explain that on the show <laughs> okay but, um, you know this is you know this is one of the um few white people in my life that i enjoy their um mindset and i enjoy their company and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like labor talking to them especially white gay men it's very, very rare that I can tolerate conversations with them because it usually feels like labor. And so with him, it doesn't feel like labor. It feels like a genuine person that literally does the work in dismantling systems. And, you know, we just have amazing conversation and it's it just beautiful. And so I will put the link to Chasing Threads in the bottom. That is that we literally, we have one episode where we talk about the blue dress in the Clinton affair, and we go into mm. all the fashion of that affair in the 90s. Wow. So okay. We don't just do current, we go back and examine. Like in a couple of weeks, we're going to examine the fashion in um, Coming to America. Um, okay. Yeah. This week, this week, we examined the Balenciaga scandal and Wakanda, the fashion in Wakanda. And so, that is going to be this episode that's coming out this week. But we nice. did an episode about Versace and how hip hop brought some of these old, boring ass brands back to life in the '90s. Mm, we we mm. got we got it. We talked about Rihanna and her when 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 she was launching Fenty. Fenty. We talked about so much stuff, and um, huh. yeah. So make sure y'all go check that out if you like fashion, if you like talking about um, culture and fashion. Go take a listen. That's what's been bringing me euphoria. So, That's what's up. I'm yes. here for that. Chasing threads, y'all. Chasing threads. And so, yeah, that's it. Make sure y'all let us know. Hashtag Marcia's Plate, what has been bringing y'all euphoria. And we will see y'all next week. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes, 
and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be all right. Don't you worry about a thing. Baby, it's a thing.